Hello! I'm Damon. And I'm Audra. And we are Sorry Right Number. Um, tonight's episode is episode 5. Uh, season 1, episode 5, The Odds. The Odds. And uh, this episode came out October 21st, 1984. It is starring Danny Aiello and Tom Noonan. These are like... Okay, well, I think we talked about it briefly last week, but these are like um, both gets. These guys are like top-tier character, character actors. actors. Yeah. Both, well, every and back then it was you were their film... Or TV. Yeah, it was you actually considered. Over. It was actually considered a step. It's so it's so funny how that's so. It's not the case at all now. Mm-hmm. But it was considered even if you were a very successful TV actor, it was still considered lesser than because right. you're not in the big right. leagues, which was movies. But Danny Aiello was the go-to in everything that had any kind of heavy um, Italian a lot of mobster, mobster type. Yeah. Um, like grumbly older, you know, I mean, he, and I mean, he, he was famous well into the nineties. Oh, absolutely. He was, he, uh, was, he uh, crossed over into film. Oh, he, he was in film when he did this show. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. Both were, um, at the time he was, um, let's see. I was going to say the other guy I knew was in film. Oh yeah. Tom Noonan, you I think he's been in a ton of stuff. Yeah. But I think he's most notable as he was uh he was uh the heavy in night night um he was the heavy in um God damn it, what was the name of that movie? Manhunter. Oh, okay. Oh oh okay, okay, okay. He was also I don't Which, know. Which by the way is the first eighties version of the um, Sons of the Lambs, Hannibal, all that. Right. It is what it's all based on. Based Hannibal's from. origin, mm-hmm. kind of. Kind of, yeah. He's there. He's in it, but like for like a fast second. Right. Um, played by the guy that later played in the Highlander show, right? No, oh, that wait. was... Um, no, the, well, no, that guy went into doing TV and... And movies. Yeah. I mean, he's a character actor. Uh, he was in a ton of stuff. Uh, one thing that I think of Raph Topman, he was the dad, he was Tamara's father in The Ring. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's been in, he's, he's been in, he's done, he's on a TV show on HBO now. But one of the things that we've been noticing about the episodes up till now is they had big name actors. Mm -hmm. This was a small show with a low budget that was pulling in big name actors Character actors, yes, a lot of them. Mm-hmm. But these were like, oh, I want to watch that because she's in it kind of episodes. And yet it's 80. It's very indicative of its time. Right. And you got, here's Danny Aiello. He was like in The Professional. He was in Do the Right Thing. A legendary part in Do the Right Thing in a legendary movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was, you know, uh, I got that horrible Hudson Hawk. You he's know, he's been in actually he's been in as movies. That movie so hard. That uh, I... It was one of the worst. But um, he was oh yeah he was the racist cop in Harlem Nights and he yeah, actually he's been in everything. He's been in everything. I'm movies sure and if film. you dug far he was in Love Boat and if you weren't in Love Boat and you were alive and in acting and in then in that you're you know what I mean. Uh huh. <laughs> it's like. But um, 
He had actually had done quite a bit of TV and movies leading up to this part in ep- uh, on this episode. Wasn't he in an NYPD Blue? No, you're thinking of Dennis Franz. Oh, okay, similar yeah. looking. Yeah. Uh, okay. Also, like, played like a, you know, connected guy and a lot of stuff. Mm. Um. So let's get on. This is Danny Aiello, Tom Noonan. Uh, enough sucking their dicks. Let's get to the episode at hand. Uh, I'll start off with a brief uh, synopsis. Bookie Tom Vale never refused a bet. Better Bill Lacey only bets long shots and beats impossible odds each time. Lacey's biggest bet is that Vale will die of natural causes by 8 a.m. tomorrow. Um, I, you know... We've done quite a few of these shows. Well, we've done, I guess, five up to this. Or four, yeah, four up to this. Um, This one had me, like, intrigued from the very beginning till the very end. I just wanted to see. I don't remember seeing this one. And I really wanted to see how this ended. And it was kind of cool that I don't remember this one that much either. Yeah, I I don't remember this one. I, I didn't remember this one. I watched it. But I did, like... You really never leave that table. No, it has very Twilight Zone esque type yeah. of of. This was element. done in one room, one you know, one sh- you know, one. Uh, I think max four char- four characters. At four the max, yeah. yeah. And but I was riveted the whole time. I liked it. There was the cheese factor of the the one coming, the the guy who bet against all odds and still won. Yeah. You know, and there was this rivalry of, basically, you could tell that. He's biting long shots, which Danny Aiello is like, well, I'm a bookie who can't lose, and long shots where I make my money. Yeah. And yet, he's cleaning him out. Yeah. Right. And, and he, so he goes in, so Danny Aiello's at the, he's in this, like, uh, Danny Aiello's character is uh, Tom Vale and, yeah, Lacey. Uh, yeah, Tom Lale and Bill. So Tom and Bill. Danny Aiello's is Bill. He's like this, or uh, Tom, he's like this uh, loan shark. That's what he mm-hmm. is. And, um, Small town, like yeah. yeah. He's old school. He doesn't like to use a calculator. Oh, and the calculator makes this odd fucking beeping noise. A calculator. My grandmother had one of those. It was like I'm, a calculator, and it also it was a little switch, and you could play little songs on it. Oh my god, that was irritating. The fact that Danny Aiello didn't know how to use it at that point. Well, I was like, this is this is 1984. I know. It, it was well, that was. High tech back then. I know they just that was eighty four. They uh, it was a big. Remember the uh, the Clash had rocked the Casbah. Yeah, but my mom's seventy three years old and will like YouTube how to like troubleshoot again, her computer again. Her you just iMac. said you just said YouTube. Yeah, There's no YouTube. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. You know. Like I was the only one in the house who knew how to program the VCR. I'm sure you were that way. Well, your dad was seeing me more probably tech savvy. Yeah, no, savvy. My, my parents were, yeah, they're... But, uh, you know... <laughs> that, we were it, the first to own a Betamax on the street, okay? Yeah, so, you <laughs> know, I'm, I'm like, it just is a generational thing. I mean, Eloise, uh, I remember at her old house, and so at the time she was, my daughter was four, and I had a TV remote, I had the soundbar remote, and I had... Um, the the um, like the Roku and mm-hmm. the Blu-ray player. I had like four remotes. Okay. But one was should have been able to unify all the remotes. Right. I never figured it out. And at four, with playing with them, she showed me how to do it. 
It's just like a general, you know, it's just like a generational thing. Even though that guy is as old yeah, as he is. Yeah, but I was going to say, the guy's showing it But he's just more as... tech savvy. Mm-hmm. Your dad was more tech savvy than mm-hmm. most people his age at the time. So, you know, I was, you know, just chalk it up to that. But he, you know, he had this annoying little song, see, songy calculator. And I remember around that time, 84. So in 84, I was in the fifth grade. Yeah, I was in the fifth grade. So I remember the other big. Um, that means I was in. Yeah, you're seventh. I was in fifth. Yeah. You're in seventh. Yeah. But um, I remember those things, and I my grandmother had one, and I played with it a lot. But um, it was just one of those things where oh, I'm totally getting off off the beaten path here. Um, it it basically it was an area where they put in something that we would consider a um, pop icon of the moment. Yeah, it was it, a pet it, it rock of its day. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And I personally don't remember this calculator, but um, it would have driven me fucking crazy anyway. Yeah. So Danny Aiello uh, is very old school, and this guy likes to play this stupid thing all the time. And this guy comes in, and he makes this bet. The bill. He comes in. He's something about him's familiar to Danny, but he can't put his finger on and it. And his white fucking Miami Cuban. Yeah, he looks like he walked off shoulder the shoulder pads. Goddamn. A sweat yeah. off a. Yeah, he should have like a be fanning himself with it. You know, his white suit. But he, uh, yeah, he 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 looks like a white pimp. And he's he's so uh, well, yeah, <laughs> but he's so um, tall and daunt, gaunting. He just looks sinister. Yeah, that's why he always gets those roles. He played. Yeah. He wasn't even in Monster Squad. Well, and with as the shoulder pads, he totally had the yeah. like. I mean, it just made him look more looming. Yeah. Even though you know he's all lurch-like. So he comes in, he sits down. He's very vague. He's very. He talks like Daniel, like he knows Cryptic. him, but he can't. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, everything's loaded, and then he um, he makes this bet with the odds, or it's almost like, well, this guy doesn't want to keep his money. These odds are impossible. And uh, so he takes it and he wins. The very next day he comes in to get his collects, collects and he doubles the bet with another high impossible odds. And oh, by the way, we forgot to say this bookie has been like getting fewer customers lately. Mm-hmm. So this guy's, he He's could clean him out. out. He's cleaning him out. And then he comes in for the second day and the guy's like, uh, you know, you're back with the, oh, you know, he has to see someone to get the money. That's how much he owes this this Bill character. And then Bill's like, you know what? Let's do a double or nothing. And then uh, and Danny Isle's like, you know, he sees an opportunity to keep some of his money. He says, what, what, what's, what do you want to bet on? He's like, you. And he's like, me. And he's like, well, I bet that you will be dead by, by 8 a.m. the following day. And the coroner's hours. report will say it's yeah. natural causes. And you'll die of natural causes. And Danny Isle's like, well, I'll take that bet. Sure enough, he takes the bet. And you, from that point on, we're just kind of watching him wait. Because mm-hmm. they, 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 uh, uh, you know, they make the bet and he comes back and they just sit in that room all day. And the fourth character is the Got heavy it. that he brings with the money. Yeah. Yeah. And, and um, so the four of them just sit there. Danny Aiello, uh, Tom, Bill, the the money guy, and Danny Aiello's kind of like assistant, partner, friend. And uh, 
he uh, he loses. Danielle at eight o'clock. Danielle uh, is, is still a, alive. Still alive, and and he goes. Uh, the guy seems deflated, and he goes, "Yeah, you're not. Uh, I know who you are." And apparently, he was just a bad gambler that used to lose to him all the time, and. Uh, He's like, but you died. You died. He you and know, I didn't kill you. And I, I had didn't nothing kill you. to do with it. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. Well, he blamed him because uh, he kept letting him take the bets, mm-hmm. and I guess got him to a situation that got him killed. And and so the the guy ends up leaving with the uh, with the with his guy, and um, Danielle starts talking to his partner. I forget the partner's name. But he's like, yeah, you're going to, um, he fell for the oldest trick in the book. You said it ahead, was it an hour or mm-hmm. something like that? And then as they're talking, he just dies. Right, so yeah. He died. he did die when he was supposed to. Right. And, uh. But he just, the bet was, yeah. Yeah, he just, you know, he's but like, if they oh were... yeah, because he's telling me you were a loser then, you're a loser now, get out yeah. of here. So he cheated. Yeah, he cheated and he, he still died. He beat the odds. Yeah. Well, he still didn't beat the odds. Right. And because the supernatural doesn't give a fuck if you yeah. are on bar time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, I don't know. I kind of like this one. I was well, uh, it was more cerebral. Yeah, and it, you know, it was just more interesting. And there was the cheese, I mean, we I know it's coming and I know there's no escaping it because of the time and oh, the way dear it was made. Oh god, we have some cheese. We ahead. have some cheese coming. Oh dear god, do we have cheese coming? And uh, so I I realized that but uh, so I always take that in account when I watch to revisit these a lot of these episodes. But that one I really I still liked. I thought it was really good. Well, even though I don't remember seeing it the first time, but yeah, I'm sure I had. Cause um, I never missed it. It was the entertaining. Show. One of the things I I like about and I'm noticing, and and I'll maybe mention in the next podcast because it'll it'll actually apply even more. Is there's not a lot of unnecessary exposition. Right. You sort of just you got to figure out what's going on. You got three act structure and you got 22 minutes, minutes to to do it. Right. So they don't they don't yeah, this one does doesn't waste time. Every yeah. scene every scene is needed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's even even there's, you know, even though we're only what five episodes in on this podcast, there's a couple of episodes where you could have shaved some time off. Well, yeah, but if you think of like compare the the way they filmed back then mm-hmm. versus the way they film now even now there would be that use that unnecessary exposition oh well yeah there's always that but i mean but this was like you you literally have to pay attention there's nobody explaining shit to you as you well go it's along. all in one room and, and it's, it's yeah. yeah it's very but i, I pretty, every character is sitting almost the whole show i pretty well feel there would be a lot more obvious foreshadowing mm-hmm. than there already was right. if this were filmed today it would be spoon fed to you oh yeah you music. would see him changing the clock back yeah, yeah. you know yeah, instead I, of in yeah. this you're like huh why is he so confident okay yeah you know and then you're like oh no oh. no yeah i thought this was much <coughs> structured pretty well so you know, as uh, as always, I like to you know find something that's going on during the time of this. But th- this particular episode, not a whole lot was going on in uh, you know uh, October twenty first. Um, there's a couple. The uh, a week from uh, six days from this episode, 
uh, Terminator would be released. James oh, Cameron's Terminator. Oh, I saw that with my dad. Yeah, I saw that at the Renfro Drive-In. And after it, we sat in the car and talked about what was to come in the future. And, what you know, mm-hmm. like we were going to have these cards instead of writing checks. We wouldn't use cash as much. We would just have these cards. And you would just go scan your card to buy groceries. And what if someone could, like, get into the computer and and take your money and this was like ooh what a concept so well i remember the concept of direct deposit it just oh. seems so foreign to me yeah i was like so wait you don't have a check i was talking to my mom about it when she got direct deposit they just put it in your bank and you don't even see, see it? it yeah it was like a, it was just seemed like magic so just yeah <laughs> well we were talking about it like a fucking sci-fi minority report gonna happen in the next 20 years and go figure i youtubed you know. an old episode of remember ripley's believe it or not oh shit yeah i love that show as a kid mm-hmm. there was an episode you know they always have like a little snippet before commercial mm-hmm. believe it or not this believe is believe it or not and they and just before commercial there's a guy it was like he goes uh in some cities in new york babe uh, uh shopping carts have seat belts for children Right. Believe it or not. I was like, God, I remember seeing that the well, first time. That's, thinking, that's so crazy. That's incredible. incredible. Yeah. Like, and amazing sh- people. That was ma- another yeah. one. There'd be shit where, like, whatever. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. Um, uh, another movie that came out that year was. Um, Oh, no, that was it. It was just Terminator. Just Terminator? <laughs> yeah, it was the only one that was noteworthy. Well, maybe to you. But yeah, yeah. Well, it's my podcast, so... Hmm. Maybe Gandhi <laughs> came out. I don't know. I haven't looked that one up in a while. No, I think... Oh, God, that was, was like... That was more later 80s. Yeah, yeah. No, no. It was, I saw that in... Uh, I think it was 83. I think it was a oh, year okay, before. So I can look it up. No, don't. I'm Never, curious. We're not... No, Jesus. I'm sorry. I wish I didn't <laughs> say it. Oh, Lord, help me. Uh, only other thing I could think of it was also the year of the rat. Uh, so, okay. But that was it. Wasn't a lot going on um, uh, that week of uh, 1984. Oh, there was a lot going on in '84, just not that week. Yeah, there was yeah. a whole fuck ton of shit going <laughs> on in '84. I was probably thinking of what Halloween costume I had. I think it was uh, in '84. I forget what it was in '84 for Halloween. Well, if I was in seventh grade. No, I was in, if I was in seventh grade, my mother had made me an E.T. costume and she had sewed me this really awesome E.T. mask and hands and and feet. And then I put the wig on and I went as E.T. when Gertie dressed him up. Really? Yeah. Wow. If it was my eighth grade year, I was a wood nymph and wore elf ears. Nerd! And had a party at my house that my mother got angry with because people were screaming because I showed Texas Chainsaw Massacre. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) With the lights off. And you know what's funny is we rewatched it for Podcast of the Damn last year. Right, right. And it was not as bad as you would think. It's not... Bloodless. I, re- I Bloodless. remember because I had like stupid like 13, 14 year old girlfriends that mm-hmm. were like yeah! screeching. My mother was just like, what the fuck? You know, and my mom doesn't cuss. <laughs> right. So, you know, I'll five foot two of her. And, and, and so I'm just like, I remember it just being this horrifically bloody and 
I remember the hooking around the thing and there being just gore everywhere. And I'm like, yeah, it's bloodless. No, nah, it's yeah, it's really not. It's rated R, but it would have been PG-13. By oh yeah, no, uh huh. Mm-hmm. Easy. Um, Gandhi, by the way, 1982. Mm. Mm. So he'd already. Uh, okay, so that was soon. Okay. Yeah. Next. All right. Well, uh, that is it for tonight. For. Um, the odds. We'll see you next week, folks. Shoots. <laughs>